Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Will from Dance Gavin Dance, and you're listening to New Music Inferno. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's New Music Inferno. It's New Music Inferno in industry, in, yeah, industry Fridays. I was going to say industrial. Yeah, we're doing industrial. Fridays. Unlike some bars out here that do that, which you guys can go visit. And I don't have anything any any problem with industrial music. It's great, great stuff as well. Uh, but we are here to hang out. Uh, with our good friends in in the, in the industry of music, you know, uh, to bring certain guests on the show and 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 talk about what they do, how they got their start, uh, and maybe uh, for the younger generation. I mean, honestly, uh, I'm not in the younger generation anymore. I'm 32, uh, but to have uh, some knowledge and and to offer them what they can do to make the industry a little bit better for them and also for the people that are already in the industry. So our guest today is Zach Falco. Uh, he's you know, man of all, jack of all trades. I mean, he, he does uh, booking. He, you know, is in a band himself in a cover band that's going to be out here in Vegas, uh, which is uh, Dude Ranch and the Girl from the Rock Show, uh, which is a Blink-182 cover band. Amazing. I saw them last time they were here in Vegas at the Brooklyn Bowl, and uh, you guys don't have your tickets for that. That's happening at the Mandalay Bay House of Blues. Uh, at the end of this month, I think the 28th, we'll get that uh, date up here correct from Zach. Uh, but Zach, uh, books shows from uh, at Rough Trade, Gramercy Theater, and Webster Hall, which unfortunately is closing uh, for opening bands for you know uh, Maroon Five, Yellow Card, Wiz Khalifa, The Ataris, and so much more. Um, he also is an agent now at CEG. Uh, he has book shows and tours for the likes of DMX, Loop Dog, Aaron Carter, Ja Rule, Ying Yang Quinn, Taboo from Black Eyed Peas, and many more, including a sold out show at the Apollo with DMX, Jada Kiss, Nori, and uh, Jim Jones. And his current roster includes Matt Schultz of KG Elephant, who are an amazing band. Uh, Aaron Carter, Celine, uh, who is Nate Roos's guitarist and also uh, part of Dude uh, Dude Ranch and the Girl from the uh, Ben Talmy and uh, Best X, who we had on the show recently, uh, which is formerly known as Candy Hearts, and also the band uh, Baggage, which features Jono from the band The Swellers. And let me bring Zach on right now. Zach, good afternoon, sir. How is your Friday going? How was your week in the industry for you? Uh, my Friday is going well, man. Thank you so much for having me. It was a, uh, it was a good week, G- good week to get some work done. So, definitely, definitely happy to have a have a break though and come on here and talk to you for a minute. Definitely. Yeah, you I mean you you're getting ready for all the fall shows, um, and and getting everything ready for that. And uh, you know, honestly, what what fall shows have you booked so far? I mean, honestly, have they been announced? Have any of the fall shows? or fall tours that you've been booking for those bands that were mentioned or artists have been announced yet, or are they all still in the works? Um, a lot of things are still coming together right now. I'm putting together some runs for uh, October and November with uh, with a couple really great artists. Um, I'm working with uh, Dev, who had a song called Like a G6 that came out a little while ago. So we're we're, we're things are happening for her. I'll I'll say that. I can't really say too much else, but definitely keep your eyes open for for some stuff with them and then um Heffron Drive which is one of the guys from Big Time Rush uh, they're I think they're in the process of finishing a new record so there may be some some dates happening soon um yeah a lot of things are coming together right now and uh it's it should be a really exciting fall I'm really excited for it Uh, to get out there on the road in the fall and the winter. So that's great. 
listeners, this is Hana from Behind the Curtains Media. We're a music PR and radio promotions team based out of Brooklyn, New York. If you're an artist or band looking to get your music to the next level, check us out. We offer customized campaigns, personalized connections, and support every step of the way to get your music the press and radio airplay you deserve, while you focus on the music. Learn more at BehindTheCurtainsMedia.com. I, I got my start, basically I just sort of fell into an internship at Atlantic Records when I was a sophomore in college, and, you know, I was studying literature at the time, which was, I, I don't know, I liked it, but it didn't seem to be <laughs> all that lucrative, but I always loved music, I was playing in bands, and, you know, while I was while I was in school, I was also interning, and I was in, like, an experimental rock band with a couple of my friends from school at the time, and... I sort of was the one that ended up booking all of our shows. So the more I did that, I sort of, you know, did the whole learn by doing thing where I would, you know, book one show at like Mercury Lounge and then I the next weekend I would have booked us at like a community pool that was awful. So like I had to figure out really quickly how the hell to do this so we made money and we didn't look like amateurs. So honestly, it was sort of, you know, learning by making mistakes and just, you know, putting it out there and the more I did it the more I you know was entrusted with other people who sort of saw what I was doing and you know the more I you know I I joined a band called uh, the assembly line and we started getting you know some syncs on MTV and that led to me getting us some bigger shows that's how we got the Maroon 5 gig and um, I mean you know after that I mean really like just being on the creative end and sort of out of necessity learning to do this stuff is really where I cut my teeth. I mean, my internships and my temp jobs were great and that gave me, you know, the, the contacts that I needed to keep going. But, you know, really in terms of honing my skills, it was really just, you know, on the job, figuring it out. And then, you know, after I was sort of done playing in bands for a while, you know, I booked a couple tours for my old band line in the main who, you are very familiar with, I know, it's how we know each other. But um but yeah, after I got out of that, you know, I 
I went back to school for the music industry and, you know, through that program started booking for, you know, a bigger, you know, sort of moved up in the, in the world of, you know, booking artists. So I ended up doing stuff for Ying Yang Twins and DMX and Fat Joe and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, once I was able to sort of prove that I could book on any scale, it, you know, it, it became a lot easier for me to, you know, get where I'm going. So really, I mean, the thing that I would say to anybody who's trying to do it and trying to get into this industry is like, you know, you got to be, you got to hustle. I mean, I haven't, I don't know what the word vacation means. I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't done one of those in years, you know, just keep grinding and keep going and just meet and talk to as many human beings as you possibly can. I mean, this is an industry that's based on connections and you need every single one of them. So, you know, the, just make sure that these people don't forget who you are, you know, particularly if they're important. Exactly. In fact, like I mentioned, also, you're going to be out here in Vegas for everybody out there. Uh, you're in a blue cover band. How did that start? I mean, that is one of your, your side hustles as well, besides uh, managing and booking shows. How did you what, – what? Um, In all fairness, it actually started um, before I was even in the, in the picture. Um, my roommate – uh, Dave Colicchio, uh did a similar thing with uh, the drummer Emmett, I think either in college or after college when they first moved to Brooklyn. And I wound up booking um, Emmett's other band, Manic Pixie, at Rough Trade. And I was hanging out in the green room with them, and he mentioned that he had done that with Dave. And I sort of asked him, like, you know, would you want to do it again? Like, that sounds like a shitload of fun. And he said, yeah, so we did one show at a really crappy little venue in um, in Brooklyn where we live. Um, but a bunch of people came out. It kind of snowballed. And then, you know, a friend of ours um, asked if they, could, if they could manage us. So she got us a few gigs, and we managed to hop onto a show with Jukebox the Ghost. They do, like, a, a Queen cover act thing every Halloween. <laughs> so they were looking for an opener, and we connected with them, and since then it just kind of snowballed kind of like the, you know, the emo night guys who actually live next door to us in Brooklyn. But, um, I mean, really it's, it, it's been a ton of fun. I mean, we, we got to play Firefly this year, which is completely outrageous. I mean, uh, to my knowledge, I don't think a, a Blink-182 cover band has ever played a major festival. So that's, you know, it's, it's been pretty insane and it's I, I think, you know, right now nostalgia is really in in vogue, you know, just for whatever reason. I mean, people are really you know, picking up on, you know, artists that haven't really put out material in a while. I mean you know, this fall, uh the movie life and the early November are going out on the road and I mean they are putting out new material but they're you know people know and love them from back in the drive through days and it's like you know, that that whole, you know, culture and that whole scene, I think, is something that is still very much alive. And, you know, it's I think it was sort of right place, right time with what we were doing. I mean, I, I've seen a few spinoffs afterwards. I think we we announced um, we announced that we were playing Firefly in January. And then I think the next month I saw another Blink-182 cover band pop up. Uh, playing an, an area venue, which was, I was like, dude, that's so cool. I mean, I don't know if it was because of us, but, you know, I think it definitely, 
it's definitely a sign that, you know, nostalgia is huge. I mean, look, TRL is coming back. I mean, for, you know, for God's sakes. I mean, look, like, it's it's clear, you know. Are you going to have any plays? If you're in New York, are you going to have any play in there? Are you going to try to, you know, put your artists on TRL? Are you going to, you know, try to... Um, sorry, can you ask me, ask me that one more okay. time? Sorry, dude. Okay. So with your artists that you have, like, Matt Schultz of, of KJ Nelson, uh, Celine, Best Axe, and Baggage, uh, with that whole TRL thing coming up in October coming back, are you going to push them hard to go and maybe direct the video or to push it to MTV like that? Or, or how are you going to you know, maybe uh, try to get your artists involved in that situation since you are located in the city? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the you know, because Viacom is here, you know, it definitely makes it a little easier to try and submit acts. I mean, you know, being being in this market is is truly a, a really cool thing, you know, particularly in the music industry, just because so many people live out here, musicians and industry people. Um, you know, so it's, you know, so the connections out here and the things that you can do, I mean, a lot of, there are a couple, like, sort of unknown, I guess, tastemaker venues that aren't really traditional venues now. Like, a, a lot of music discovery is going on sort of outside the outside the clubs and sort of private venues and, you know, curated events. And I think, you know, just being being in tune with that and, you know, knowing where those things are, you know, is, is definitely key. But in terms of the people that I have now... Um, you know, I, I mean, Cage the Elephant, obviously, you know, they've got their own team and, you know, Q Prime is, you know, they're, they are, they are legends in their own right that, you know, that management team, Peter Mensch is, uh, Peter Mensch is up there as probably one of the greatest managers of all time. I will mm-hmm. absolutely say that, but, you know, I mean, so they, you know, they probably could benefit from it. I don't know. You know, I have no idea, but, um, you know, for my other acts, I think, you know, Aaron Carter, you know, definitely, It'd be great to get him back on TRL. I mean, because he did it. He he did the original TRL mm-hmm. way way back in the day. So it could be funny to get him in there. Um, and obviously, I mean, you know, the best way to break an artist is, you know, unfortunately, it's not record sales anymore. So, but you know, the right the right media, you know, the right media attention, the right gigs. It's you know, the the whole game has changed in terms of what what you can do to break your artists and how and you know, with placements on Spotify playlists and, you know, sync licensing, sync licenses with, you know, commercials and TV shows. It's like there are a million different ways things can go down, but, you know, because of that, there are so many different artists out there. So I imagine that all these avenues are going to be very, you know, it'll be very contentious to get your people in there. But that remains to be seen, I suppose. Anything, Anything's possible because, honestly, you know, it's it's one of those things where, it's gonna happen in in the uh, you know as time time shows up and it, and the time to, for the show to start and, and go about their way. I mean honestly, why not? Um, so so what what does the rest of the year hold for you? Like what is some of the goals that you have for the rest of the year, Zach? For you and maybe your artists, or maybe just for you know for 2018 rolls around. What are some of the goals for you? I mean honestly, and for for you to manage bands, what how do you look at bands and what what are your criteria for you to become their manager or uh, part of their team? Well, well, I don't, I mean, just for the record, I don't manage bands. I book them. Manage, management is something totally okay. different. Yeah. All right. So I, I, I only book shows. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, management is like you, you, you're dealing with every single aspect of their career. And I, I absolutely applaud managers, but being an agent is exhausting enough. So, um, but in terms of criteria, I mean, you know, the thing with agents, and I, I learned this the hard way when I was trying to shove my band down other agents' throats, is that, you know, at a certain point, there's really no reason to work with an act. Like, it's like we we could sign, you know, a small artist that, you know, every time they play, they bring out 40 people. Okay. You know, we have to really, really love the music to do that, number one. But, you know, at that point, it wouldn't be worth the artist's time to have someone take that money out of their pocket. Like, mm-hmm. it's you know, at, at a certain point, you know, you, you can do a lot on your own, and you should. And, you know, I think the more the more self-sufficient artists can be, the better these days. I mean, particularly with, you know, I think one, once you can get yourself to the point where you're selling out small clubs that are easy to get into, I mean, you know, the thing that, that bands always, that artists always say to me and ask me about is like, you know, we've played, you know, X, Y, and Z small club in my market, but we really want to get like an opening slot on this show and yada, yada, yada. You know, how do we do that? And part of that is, you know, knowing the right people. But also, I mean, if it's clear that you can execute in your market, like, we will find you. I mean, believe me, we are always looking for people, you know, but the right people. And it's, you know, for me, I mean, my every agent's criteria is different. But mm-hmm. I sort of, it, to, for me, it goes back to the songs. If, if the music really makes me do a double take, then that's that's the first step, you know. But again, it's a combination of having great songs, but also having having done a little bit for yourself already. I mean, I can't tell you how many artists I see, you know, they book five shows and then they say, okay, we want a manager now. And it's like, or we want an agent now. And it's just like, wait, 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 wait. You've played five shows, you know, first of three or five on the bill, you know, in, in your suburban home, like you haven't been outside of the state, like, you know, you need to build up your own cred and really make it, you know, make it compelling for us to to pick you up, you know, show us that you're willing to do the work. Definitely. And, you know, before we go further, I want to make sure for our homie listening in, our good friend and your former bandmate and lead singer of formerly of the, Lion, the main boy, John Masters, listening in uh, to our conversation. John, if you have any uh, questions for Zach uh, regarding any of this, uh, please do call in. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Or because honestly, why not? Uh, it's all about the listeners as well. If you guys have any questions, uh, the phone lines are open three four seven eight two six seven zero nine six. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. And, and are there? I mean, how many emails a day do you get from our? to be their booking agent? Like, how do you, how many, how many emails a day do you go through or get through that are, are good or, or, you know, the, the idea of what they want is something they can give them. Are there a lot of unrealistic emails out there that you receive? It's funny. A lot, a lot of what it does, it doesn't come to me through email. Like I, I try to be active and go to shows and I, you know, a lot of my friends, 
um, you know, that I that I sort of play music with are all in other different projects. And I think sort of the way it is, I'm I'm sort of keyed into the the Berkeley School of Music crowd right now because I work. Uh, Suleen and uh, Ben Tommy are both uh, Berkeley grads, and everybody in their bands went to Berkeley. So I, I get sort of you know word of mouth from from this whole circle of people, you know. And everyone's mm. kind of, you know, asking me and finding me on Facebook. And I'm just like, you know, oh, yeah, dude, how are you doing? I'm like, great. So I've got this show. And it's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, so it's sort of, I don't I don't get a lot of emails, but I, I do get a lot of people coming up to me in person or hitting me up on Facebook. And, you know, I, honestly, like, I think, I think it's great. And I think you need to be that way. Like, you need to be a used car salesman about yourself because if you're not that way, then why should anybody else care? You know, why, why would mm-hmm. anybody else take, take time to push you if you won't push yourself? So, I, I agree. Mean, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, there, there's a line where it becomes, where it goes from self-promotion to just being obnoxious. But I, I absolutely think that you do need to be, you need to be proactive and you need to put yourself out there. Definitely. Definitely. In, mod- in, in, in I, moderation. <laughs> Definitely. And what what shows? I mean, for you being in New York, what what's some what what are some of the shows that maybe that you're going to uh, to check out artists or you know maybe book or what what are some of the shows that you've booked recently uh, in New York that maybe that are coming up that people should go to or or maybe check out the artists that you booked them for. Um, let me see. What do I have coming up in New York? Well, um, I mean, I have. Uh, the uh, the Blink One Eighty Two cover band is playing uh, Brooklyn Bowl here with uh, with our good friends uh, Melodramatic Fools, which is actually uh, Gerard Canonico of um, he was on Broadway in American Idiot and Spring Awakening, and he's now um, in Groundhog Day. But he is from oh, nice. the Green Day tribute band because um, it's been twenty years since Nimrod came out, so he decided it'd be fun to do like the the pop punk disaster tour, you know, freaking fifteen years later. Um, so yeah, we've got them and we actually have a band called Mark Twain, which is the, which features the lead singer of Jukebox the Ghost. So it'll be, it'll be a really fun night. Uh, it's Sunday, uh, September 10th, uh, doors, I believe are at 7:30, but you can check it out online. Um, in terms of shows that I'm, uh, my clients are doing, I mean, I've, um, I've got Aaron Carter doing a couple East coast shows in, in Virginia, but um, trying to get him back up here, maybe get a um, a slot with uh, the Billboard Lounge at uh, at Barclays Center is a really cool little room that I just learned about. Um, <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm re- I'm really stoked on. Um, there's a new venue that opened up uh, near here called Brooklyn Steel, which is like a big old like kind of abandoned steel factory or something. But it's a it, it's a cool new room that uh, that Barry presents and AEG just opened and. Um, one of my favorite bands, Mute Math, is playing there next next month. So I'm really stoked on that. You know, the nice. the benefit to being in in New York and Brooklyn is that you know it, it's it's always a tour stop. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, for me, Vegas is not um, always a stop because a lot of people are passing. They always go uh, to either Phoenix or uh, you know, or over us to go to LA. Uh, which unfortunately happens because Vegas does a lot. Uh, like tonight, you have Brick and Mortar. You have, uh, you know, you have Lady Gaga tonight at the T-Mobile Arena. Uh, Brick and Mortar down at uh, the Beauty Bar, which I may be going down to tonight. 
Um, and there's other other great shows uh, around town. And um, you know, it, it's cool that you're you know you're working so many shows. And um, for you to come out here in Vegas and, and, and again in 17 days, I believe August August 28th, correct? It was I, I correct on the date, right? Oh no, it's August August 30th. August 30th. Sorry, I was two days early. Damn, that would suck. <laughs> so everybody who hasn't picked up for August 30th, please do pick those tickets up. Uh, they're available now, and it's going to be a great time. Mandalay Bay, you know, House of Blues, great, great little venue. Um, and, you know, they're going to be, you know, on the same stage that, you know, a lot of people have played, Yellow Card, uh, Amorosa, uh, just uh, Santana. I mean, honestly, uh, still Panther, which is there tonight uh, at House of Blues. So that's basically the same stage that you are going to be playing and, and, and sharing. So that's awesome. Uh, so what, you know, for you, go, for, for you, go, for, for you in 2018, what are some of the things that you want to do? What are some of the, and for everybody out there, for you to manage bands, like what is one thing that, you know, you've set for yourself? Because honestly, you guys, you know, everybody in the industry have like five year goals, year goals, and you've already been in, you know, you know, almost in, in the industry, almost for 11 years now. Um, you said over 10 years. So for you, have you hit your goals? Have you hit your goals? And if so, like, are you, are you already onto the 15 year plan or the 20 year plan or where are you at on your, on those goals? I mean, I, you know, I, I don't like to settle. I, I always want more. So, I mean, right now, you know, I'm honestly in the, in the next, you know, in the next year, I really would like to, you know, sort of expand my horizons in terms of what I'm able to book in terms of like both the genre and also, territory i mean obviously you know being you know in brooklyn and being you know in new york my my forte is booking rooms in the northeast i mean obviously i've done national tours before um and booked people all over the country but you know my you know my my biggest you know group of contacts are in the northeast but what i'd like to end up doing is being able to book anywhere um like i i want to start trying to book you know, trying to be able to book my artists in the UK, you know, if, you know, because you can't always get a UK, a UK or European agent to sign on, you know, and you'd like, and you know that your bands have a fan base over there, you know, you got to be able to do it, which means being able to hold kind of ridiculous hours because they're at least five hours ahead of New York. Um, but, you know, I think the more, the more places I, I'm familiar with and the more contacts I have, I think, you know, in a year, I would like to be able to set up tours in any any country. I I would love that to have that ability. So hopefully, I'll be able to do that and you know be somewhere and get you know get the resources and contacts I need to do that. Oh, I really think uh, you'll be able to do that. You know, it would just you know you would be playing shows out here with your cover band uh, that you're part of. And, you know, you having Celine part of that as well. I mean, honestly, um, it'd be great for you uh, maybe if you and Celine stay over here after the show's over on the 30th and, and, and maybe work your way out talking to people or maybe contacting people beforehand and maybe set up meetings while you're out here. Uh, that I think that would be great because, honestly, a lot of the, the, show, the people that are promoters or uh, bookers for the said venues uh, I know you booked, uh, and I don't know if you booked the show, uh, but I know, uh, you know, Best X played out here at the Beauty Bar, and I think uh, uh, Patrick Pulsar Trout, who is an amazing uh, booker out here of, of that, and also the Viper Room, uh, 
is is great. I don't know if you had any hand in that that tour, but you know he can always work with you. And also, I know uh, Stephen the Jew King Goldberg uh, are, is another great you know show promoter and also uh, booker out here for some of the venues. So maybe uh, with them and also Brian Saliba who has uh, you know his hands in a lot of the venues and also uh, in the the, uh, the great uh, magazine out here that they do uh, called Smash Magazine. So maybe. Uh, you know, you can network with them while you're out here uh, instead of just heading back to the East Coast. I know last time you were here, uh, it was a quick trip as well. Is that what it is going to be like uh, at the end of the month as well? Yeah, I mean, we've got we've got some time the day after, but unfortunately, I actually have a wedding to go to that weekend, and I think uh, oh. uh, Dave Dave is is coming back. But we'll, we'll be we're trying to chill by like one of the pools um, the next day, so. Or, or maybe we'll we'll try and set up some meetings or something. But yeah, no, I, I never know. did work with um I actually did work with uh with Patrick on the uh the best X tour. I booked that entire tour. Um, oh, okay. That's awesome. Yep. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I didn't per- I didn't personally know that, but now I did. I was just you yep. know, saying that maybe you did, maybe you didn't, because uh, that's what I said in the uh the conversation here. But it's awesome that you got to book that. I mean, uh being that it's their you know, new you know, first tour as best X and and getting out there and getting the, the name out there and, and having them stick around uh, the music industry. And I know it was very successful and also a very draining tour for everybody on that tour, because honestly, uh, you know, the shows were, you know, either sold out or a minimal amount of people there, but yet they had a lot of fun promoting their music and, and getting it out to the people that need to see it. I, I unfortunately couldn't make it to the show I was going to, but some things came up on my end uh, and that held me back from going, but you know, Next time they're in town, definitely uh, we'll try to make it out there uh, to either Beauty Bar or whatever venue it may be. So, Zach, real quick, I know we want to wrap it up here. I know you want to go on and, uh, you know, relax the rest of your, uh, your Friday and enjoy your weekend uh, and, you know, walk around Brooklyn in the hot sun and whatever. But go ahead and tell me. Wait, hang on. Is John, you. is John actually still on the line? Is John no, on the line right now? No, he hasn't called in. He hasn't called in. Oh, that little wiener. All right. Hey, John. Well, yeah, he, he, was, he, was, he texted. Well, he texted me uh, saying that he was listening in, so I don't know if he was actually, uh, you know, going to call in or not. Um, but let's let me text him real quick and see if he wants yeah, to call whatever. in. Whatever. Uh, but he, you, you guys live here. Yeah, yeah he, he he lives in the city anyway, and he's always traveling around seeing uh, baseball with his dad. And I mean, honestly, that's awesome that he go to every current uh, major league park. Uh, and I've only been to like one or two. I don't know. I it's Dude, he, yeah. I think I've only he's been, got some go music ahead. coming out too. By the way, um, John Masters has some solo shit coming out. So please keep keep your eyes peeled for that. It's uh, I, I've heard some of it and it's friggin' great. So <laughs> why wouldn't it be? I mean, honestly, everything they did with like oh wait wait wait. He, 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 let's see, John Masters, what's up, buddy? Homies, I didn't want to interrupt, man. How are you guys? <laughs> We're doing great. Dude, We're I'm, doing great. Go ahead. I'm I'm busy plugging your new album, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I could I couldn't hear it when I called in, man. I I caught myself in there. Thanks, Zach. That's, uh, no problem. That's not what I wanted to do. I was I I didn't want to plug what I got going on. I just wanted to call in and uh and uh just let everyone know that I hung out with Zach like a week or two ago, and we had we had some good hangs, man. He's busy. He's killing it right now. That's good. That's awesome that he's killing. I mean, honestly, um, you know, the first time Zach and I met was actually, uh, early, was it earlier this year or was it last year there, Zach? Was it, when, when did you guys At play Brooklyn last Bowl? year? 
Yeah, in, in Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas. I forgot. When that was the actual February. show? February. Wow, it seems like forever ago. Uh, so it, it's it, been it a is. long like, freaking year already. Six, <laughs> yeah, six months, you know, and everybody, you know, is going crazy. Uh, and, and that's awesome, John, that you're having a new album coming out. I'm excited for it. Maybe when, once you have it ready, uh, maybe we'll, we can debut a song or two off the record and, and, you know, talk about it and what direction you've gone in. And um, how was it, how was it the first year you put it in the books that you've been to every park in, in the, in, in the major league history that you were able to go? Oh man. Yeah. I've seen them all now. It's a blast, man. My dad and I started that like 10 years ago and, and it's uh it's been fun, man. I gotta get Zach to go catch a game with me soon. I'm down. I'm let's do that. it, man. Let's, let's have fun. I actually had a question for Zach, though. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear it. All right, here's my question for Zach. All right, because we've been talking, you guys have been talking about the whole time. Uh, you know, you booking shows and being an agent and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you know, I talk, you guys talked a little bit about the Bling cover band and stuff like that as well. But Zach. This is my big question, man. When when are you gonna uh, release some uh, original stuff, man? You sent me some lyrics the other day and it made me feel like you may be writing something, man. What's up? Oh man, dude, I, I I will release some music when I have the time and funds to actually do it correctly. <laughs> like I I'm I'm always trying to create just because I haven't been in a band in a long time and you know I'm trying to keep my stuff sharp but really you know I I'm at a point in my life where I got to focus on the on the business end so I can keep myself afloat but you know I'm always you know the wheels are always turning so hopefully you know one day in the near future I'll have some time to sit down and actually record some stuff and get it out <laughs> heck yeah and have, and have uh, you play on it <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm always down to play man I want to be on everybody's album <laughs> you know what well, you got you should be john you should be on some some of the new stuff people are working on i know there's a lot of artists that are actually uh going in the studio on the east coast and, and some of the people that uh do have albums working on on the east coast do hit up john uh he's a, a great musician also a great lyricist so if you're looking for some sappy love songs uh some uh <laughs> indirect indirect hate songs about people in general, not not in general, but in indirectly about you know whatever. Um, look him up; he's great at it, and uh, maybe some relationship songs as well. But uh, John, thanks for for calling in. You have a great weekend too, my friend. Thanks, man. Miss you, Rankin. Hope we get together soon. Well, you gotta you gotta come out to Vegas. I don't know when I'm gonna ever get back to the East Coast. I mean, honestly, we're looking to maybe move somewhere uh, in in maybe six months because Vegas. Uh, has been very harsh to me, like like you know, you know from all the the hate posts I posted, you know, man, last week and half about the jobs. But maybe maybe back to Pennsylvania or maybe you know somewhere else. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but have a good one, John. PA. We love you. What? Bye, guys. Love you. Peace. Love you. Bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take geez. it easy, buddy. Yeah. So back real quick before we go. I know we wanted to wrap it up with you. Go ahead and tell me where they can find your information, where they can hit you on the World Wide Web to maybe, um, you know, have you as their booking agent or maybe help book a show in New York or something or in the East Coast that you have networking abilities with? Well, I mean, I try not to give out my personal information, but if you shoot me like a LinkedIn message or if we have some, you know, mutual friends on Facebook, I can I can definitely be reached there. I don't think there are too many other Zach Falcos. But, um, yeah, no, those are those are the two best places to, to get at me. Link, LinkedIn and uh, and if we have any mutual friends. 
There you guys go. Just do that. Uh, and his name's on the on the uh, the post here. Z a c h f a l k o w. Zach Falco. Look him up on the LinkedIn and everything else. I know I've been getting emails from people to add people on LinkedIn. I'm like, I don't even do LinkedIn a lot. Maybe I should. Maybe people want to actually, uh, you know, bolster my show or whatever. But hey, you never you never know. Uh, but Zach, thank you for spending your afternoon here uh, with us on New Music Inferno. You have a great time. Uh, we'll see you at the end of the month here here in Vegas with Dude Ranch and the Girl from the Rock Show. And uh, everybody, go see them uh, next week. Or when when's that show in New York? When when's that show in New York? You said you have. Uh, that show is on September 10th, but uh, the Vegas September show is going to be on the 30th of August. So. <laughs> You're so funny, John. I'm not going to say that as uh, his his jdate.com email. <laughs> that's, oh, that's that's right. <laughs> there yeah, you go yeah. thank you <laughs> we love you john uh but zach thank you so much for calling in and being part of the show you have a great weekend good luck the rest of the way and we'll talk to you soon all right you too man thank you so much for having me no problem everybody uh, no problem zach thank you and everybody thanks for tuning in we'll be back next week we have uh you know next monday we'll be back with our uh summer slam rumble uh, uh, summer slam round table uh discuss what we think about summer slam what we uh think is going to happen that following sunday since a lot of the shows uh, a lot of the matches have been confirmed but you know, there's a couple that haven't been confirmed due to uh barely getting hurt and a couple other things and then we have a couple of bands booked for the 15th and so on and so forth and then we will try to book uh next friday's industry friday as well uh so just stay tuned to our socials at new music Inferno, facebook Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Twitter, and all those. And, and uh, follow us there. Like us on the, uh, Facebook and everything like that. But everybody, thank you guys so much for listening in. Have a great weekend. We love you all. Uh, JR is back. I mean, honestly, I uh, was having a tough week and a half or so with a lot of stuff. So we're back. New Music Inferno is back. We're going to be going strong. Just stay tuned for us. And um, we'll see you on the flip side. Everybody, talk to you all soon. Vote for your favorite song this week. Uh, the the White Noise was killing it, and now it's a battle for the death uh, between both the White Noise and Seaway uh, on our Twitter at New Music Inferno on Twitter. You know, just Twitter.com backslash New Music Inferno. Vote there, and uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. Love y'all. Peace out. Bye bye.